you should talk about. We're going to segue now to um, a weekly topic that we have. It's ish that we read, watched, or listened to. And I want to go right off the bat and talk about a show that I watched this week. And it was absolutely awesome. And it's a new game show on ABC called The Hustler. Um, it's got Craig Ferguson. Um, they, the game is pretty straightforward, really simple. There's five contestants. It's a trivia game. But one of the five people is called The Hustler. And they have all the answers. Mm. And so the kind of the game is the hints around like the hustler has done this week. It was the hustler was an Olympic athlete. The, the hustler has the Olympic rings tattooed on them. You know, they don't say he or she, they say them. The hustler has dyslexia, but graduated from Stanford university. Hmm. So the hustler likes James Bond movies. <laughs> so they kind of have to play like, they, so they know all there's 10 questions that come out. They know all the answers. Okay. So they kind of have to play a little dumb because obviously if they go 10 for 10, they're going to find out who the hustler is. Right. So they kind of play a little dumb and the debates get a little crazy. And then they, the hustler gets to eliminate two contestants. Gotcha. Then it gets down to three. And then it's a two minute battle royale of an argument of who they're trying to point out. You ever seen that meme where there's three Spider-Men and they're all pointing at each other. And it's sort of like, they're all trying to blame each other. Like you're the hustler, you're the hustler, you're the hustler. <laughs> and they were, they, I mean, it was the best argument. I've seen. And Craig Ferguson. I love Craig Ferguson. Anything Craig Ferguson touches is awesome. I think. Yeah. I thought that game for Hollywood name game was fantastic. It got canceled way too early. I thought that was a great show also, but it gets to the end. And the one, the, the girl who I thought was a hustler the whole time, she turns and she looks at the test. Prove to me you're not the hustler. Prove it to me right now. So this girl lifts up. She's like, no, this is why I wear a long skirt. And she lifts up her skirt. And she shows this huge giant scar. And she says, man, when I was 17, my uncle pushed me off a roof and I shattered my ankle in all these places. And that's why I could never be an Olympic athlete. I've never run. I have this traumatic injury. Here's a scar. I can't do this. And then they go, oh, she's not a hustler. So they <laughs> pointed at the other. They, so the, she ended up being the hustler. Okay. Trick the other two people, wins $80,000, and the other two girls are livid pissed. Wow. And she made up the whole story. It was like an ankle injury from when she was a track athlete at Stanford. Wow. She made up a complete bullshit story. <laughs> That's funny. And just the look on the other two contestants were like, and Craig Ferguson, he doesn't know, you know, it's part of standards of practices of being a game show. He doesn't know who the hustler is or anything like that. Just his face, the hustler's face. The hustler's like, guys, guys, I just pulled one over on you guys. And Shocking moments. <laughs> it was, I, I'm so excited to watch the next episode of yeah. this show. The only downfall is I think it, there were parts that moved a little slow. But you kind of have to build it up to the ultimate at the end. And ABC, Thursday nights, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central, if you want to watch it. I really, really enjoyed that game show. Um, being a game show junkie, I cannot wait to watch it again. Um, I also 
dove into Celebrity Wheel of Fortune this week. Okay. Yeah, we're looking forward to that one. Uh, uh, don't waste your time. <laughs> yeah, don't waste your time. Uh, it was it, other than the clip that I posted with. Um, oh, I can't remember who it was. Uh, the girl who wasn't Leslie Jones or Tony Hawk, and it was a uh, a frog in your pie. Said, it, the answer was frog in your throat. She said frog in my pocket. And Leslie Jones just, you know, in typical Leslie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we saw that. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we saw that. We saw that. And so, Leslie Jones just straight rips on her. Yep. It's quite hilarious. Um, it's coming back in a couple of weeks. The other ABC game show that I really, really enjoy on, I really enjoy To Tell the Truth with Anthony Anderson. I think that's a phenomenally well-done show. Okay. Hilarious. Lots of good twists. Um. If you ever watch the one with, um, there's a really good one with a forensic scientist from a, from like the CIA who's a master of disguise. And if you ever YouTube that one, it's really good because mm-hmm. it also on the panel was uh, Elvira, Queen of the Dark, with blonde hair and covering up her cleavage. You couldn't tell it was her. <laughs> so the fact that she she was on the panel, nobody knew, wow. and it was, I, I'm like jaw dropped, hilariously funny. Right. Uh, it's like, yeah, I'm Medusa. I'm I'm uh, Elvira Quinn there. It's so, like, oh my god, it was like one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen. <laughs> wow. Now, other yeah. one more game show that I watched this week that I'm definitely going to give a huge don't watch this pile of garbage is Name That Tune. Okay. With Randy Jackson and Jane Krakowski. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Do not watch this flaming hot pile of garbage, no matter what you do. Um, being a fan of the original 80s and 70s version of Name That Tune, I'm not a huge music junkie. I'm, I, I listen to, you know, regular stuff in the car. Nothing. I mean, I know what I like, and it's not what everybody else likes. It's... I'm nailing, like, Bit the Note was the easiest ever. Jane Krakowski reads cue cards way too much. Randy Jackson's like, yeah. And then in the final <laughs> show, they filmed it in Australia okay. using American expats living in Australia. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. So it's, um, it was, a, I think it was a COVID move, obviously. It, this is, this show does not cost, I think the, Biz, biggest expense of this show is obviously Jane Krakowski and Randy Jackson. But Randy Jackson could have hosted this show on his own, and I think it would have been better. But sorry, I think the show is too easy, too slow, too boring. It gets the Greg hardcore. I'm not watching it again. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I was going to ask you, um, have you are, you, are you interested at all in watching The Chase with um, Ken Jennings, James Hol- Holzauer, and uh, Brad, whatever his oh, name is, Rudder? I'm glad you mentioned that, because this is how unforgettable that show was. I watched that, too. <laughs> okay. Um, I've seen it, plenty of, I, I've seen the ads for it. I'm like, they're really making this a big deal. I, I hope, it, hope it works. But then well, I also heard that Ken Jennings was supposed to be taking over Jeopardy, right? At some point? Ken, the temporary host of Jeopardy. Okay. But I want to touch on the chase really quick and how painfully slow it was. I like the Brooke Burke, the Brooke Burke version on Game Show Network with the big British guy as the chaser. Okay. That's way better for far less money. Yeah, sure. it's 
game show network budget, but it's such a better show. This yeah. show was slow. And I mean, slow. Okay. And the, the questions were hard. They weren't easy, but you know, if you have a multiple, if you're a trivia game show geek and you have a three answers and a multiple choice, one of the things they always teach you is use your common sense and eliminate the ones that don't make sense. Right. Game show contestants always forget to do that. And, uh, you know, Ken Jennings was the chaser that week. And even he's saying, okay, this one didn't make sense. This one didn't make sense. It's this one. Hmm. That's what makes trivia players so good. But yeah, the reason why I didn't talk about it earlier, it was, unfor- it was forgettable. I'm not <laughs> Gotcha. Gotcha. What about you, Rob? I know you ran a lot this week, so you're ear yeah. pod a lot. What, what, do we, what do we listen to, reading, watching? Yeah, so I, I on on the day that I did the five k, ten k, the days that I did the five k, the ten k, and the half marathon, I just listened to a bunch of podcasts that I had a backlog of in my on my phone. I mean, my iPod. And uh, today, <clears throat> today I actually had about five hours worth of podcasts to listen to, but I decided not to. I wanted to stay motivated, so I actually listened to some music. Um, I actually listened to the entire DC Talk catalog. Um, favorite favorite group of mine from the nineties. Yeah, I mean, just positive music, and and when you really listen to the lyrics, you're like, wow, okay, and and it's timeless, timeless music. I mean, they talk twenty, what? Oh my god, thirty years ago, like like thirty years ago, they're talking about like social injustice and rate and racism, like issues that issues that existed then still exist today, and it's just it's amazing, like how you know just it's just amazing how back then they were talking about stuff that is still going on today, I guess was really pretty much what I said, but um, yeah, I mean, just great music, great music. And it's funny though, like they're, they're a a group that um, you could tell from like the beginning of, of when, when they started all the way up until they took their intermission as they called it. But really, I mean, let's, let's be honest, they disbanded, um, (laughs) <laughs> around, around, they've disbanded around like 99 2000 um you could definitely tell that is, their music evolved so much so much and um yeah and and i still enjoy their music to this day that's awesome you know it's, yeah. you know this the timeless artist and you know, everybody has one i real big fish has been a favorite band of mine like two different genre of music completely from dc talk you know it's a ska band versus a christian a contemporary Christian artist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, you know, but I've lived in the real big fish forever. They're a huge part of my life yeah. because, you know, every I've taken, I've been able to take Becky to go see real big fish. I've seen real big fish so many times because it's a lot of, a lot of my early twenties was spent listening to this ska band and it was, um, but yeah, you, music has this connection and, and yeah. that's what, and uh, I, sometimes you got to pump it up to keep it motivated. And that's, you know, everybody, everybody has their one pump up artist. I like to refer to them as the Beatles of Christian music. I mean, they all three split and they all had success in their own right. Um, I, I guess, I, I don't know. I, I just have this thing. Like I like super, like what I would call, what I would consider like a super group. You know what I mean? Um, another favorite artist of mine, favorite group of mine, um, of all time is new edition. 
And, you know, they all split into four different acts, Belva DeVoe, Bobby Brown, Ralph Tresvant, Johnny Gill. They all went their separate ways and they all had success on their own. And what's really cool about it is now they reunite every once in a while and they tour together. And it's just, I mean, you know, obviously people that followed them back then are older now. They might, they make more money. They're able to afford to go to their shows. I mean, that's why, you know, groups like Kiss and uh, Guns N' Roses, I mean, they're, they're touring now because the money's there. Guns N' Roses made so much money on their 2019 tour. And they sold out the Edward Jones Dome here, in, or the Dome in America Center. Excuse me for the wrong name of the Dome in downtown. It's hardly used. Hold but, on. yeah, that's, they sold that building out. And, you know, another touring artist that really brings in crowds and makes a boatload of money is Garth Brooks. Yeah. Love him, hate him. He can sell tickets. I mean, he he can sell tickets, but yeah, these these bands from the '80s and you know, you mentioned New Edition, and then I'm thinking of if you were to update New Edition lyrics to 2021, it'd be like, "Mr. Cell Phone Man, right? <laughs> with my text when I text my baby's number, it's blocked all the time." <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's yeah, it's I mean, funny. It's it's funny though. Yeah, if you seriously think about that, like uh, you know. Um, <laughs> Why am I calling a phone operator? What can you even dial zero anymore? I, I mean, from a cell phone, can you dial zero? I, I mean, I could try it. Let's try right I don't, now. No, no, let's not say. Hi, we just want to get you on the podcast. <laughs> it's just funny how, and the one there's so many touring acts that when they come back because they put on a good show, they put yeah. on high quality shows, high quality entertainment. One of the best concerts I ever went to was U2 at Bush Stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, U2 can, they put on a show. And I'm, I'm up in like the 400s. I'm in the nosebleeds. And it was still, and it was like 100 degrees that day too. It was hot as hell. <laughs> it was wow. so hot. Oh my God. Ugh. It was miserable. Um, but I remember, always remember it. Oh yeah, I always remember it, and that was a good show. It was a good show. Um, so, um, as far as reading, I haven't been reading too much lately. Um, I did find a new um, last on the last podcast. I talked about Mr. Beast, and Mr. Beast is always a good if you if you want to go down a YouTube tunnel. Mr. Beast is always fun. But then I found one this week that I really enjoyed a lot. I can't stop watching. In fact, that's probably going to watch tonight. It's healthyjunkfood.com. Or, and it's spelled H-E-L-L-T-H-Y. <laughs> Basically, it's um, two, two people in their 30s, uh, Julia and JP. They're an engaged couple. They live in Orlando. And they pretty much try everything with fast food. And they... they They'll sample everything, and then they cook some crazy stuff in their kitchen. They made, they bought one of those, like, if you ever go, remember that place in the Florida mall that had the lamb spigot, and, like, you, they had the big knife, and they cut off the little lamb shank, and then they, like, the little lamb, they put in a gyro. They had remember that? Florida mall? Yeah. Shit was good, man. I ate that shit a lot. It was delicious. <laughs> I was more of a Chick-fil-A guy myself. <laughs> and they had uh, Olive Garden to go. No, I'm talking about Orlando Mall. I'm, I'm talking about 
um, Florida Mall in like 1991. Ah, okay. Anyway, okay. I, don't know, I think it's or a Julius don't, doesn't want any of that. <laughs> Nature's Table. <laughs> uh, the Great Potato Company, you know. Yeah. Get them, get them fries. But anyway, long story short, they got like a they got one of their personal house, and they put like waffle. They put frozen waffles and pop tarts on it to see what would happen. It was hilarious. Wow. <laughs> then they did. They made the world's biggest hot dog, and then they did one where they butter aged a steak for like sixty days in their fridge. And he's, hey, I'm gonna call them kids. They're not kids, but oh, and then they went to Chick Fil A. They went to the Chick Fil A on Colonial and tried all the Chick Fil A hacks in one day. Oh, that's a busy ass Chick Fil A too. And gotcha. Oh yeah, a good good little follow if you want to go down a hole of fat if you like fast food and you like uh if you like that kind of thing if that's your gig then i'm gonna give that a big thumbs up and highly recommend watching it it was it was a good watch for a long time so right i liked it oh i had before we go i also want to mention that um or prior prior to this running challenge that i did this week last sunday i stopped by jersey mike subs got you know got a um, got a club sub it was freaking delicious. And a couple hours later, I found out that I had kidney stones. Oh. I was passing a kidney stone. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so I was, I was, um, I was hesitant to doing the running challenge this week. Uh, but by, by Thursday, I was feeling much better. Like I was a little sore up until about Wednesday, but I, I spent about five hours trying to pass this kidney stone. I think it was only one, uh, but I really don't know. My biggest problem um, you know, and, and the reason why I bring this up now is because you were just talking about healthy eating and whatnot. Um, my biggest problem is drinking soda. I, I'm a soda fiend and I have not, I've only had one soda and I drink it. I, I, I sipped it just a little bit here and there. I think I had one on Tuesday, but I haven't had one since then. And I'm getting those, those, uh, headaches, you know, because I've, completely i've completely gone uh, cold turkey if you want to call it that since that day so i mean along with jersey mike subs i had a dr pepper and so that's i, I think it's the dr pepper that uh that made me feel that way i just been drinking way too much another thing um you know another reason you can have kidney stones from what i read is that uh, you could be dehydrated and that may have been my problem i don't think i drank enough water that day but i know the previous day i was drinking plenty of water so I don't know. I'm not really sure what it, what it was, what caused it, but uh, I decided to cut back on the soda. This is the second time in my life I've had kidney stones. This happened uh, within the last 10 years once, and it, it was rough the first time. I went to the hospital. Uh, man, I thought I thought I ruptured my spleen or something, but um, they're like, I told them the symptoms. They're like, oh, that's kidney stones. We've had a lot of people come in the last week with that. I'm like, really? Yeah. So uh, they hooked me up to an IV, and I was out of there in a couple hours. And, um, you know, that, that's, you know, I toughed it out at home this time around because the last place I want to go right now is a hospital, but, uh, yeah, tried to lay down, couldn't get comfortable, tried to sit, couldn't get comfortable, stood up, couldn't get comfortable. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was about five hours uh, that I was dealing with this. And, um, once I think I passed it, I was able to fall asleep and, uh, it, you know, woke up a couple of times overnight, but I was really sore. So anyway, uh, you know, healed up, healed up around Wednesday, I think. And uh, went out running Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So there you go. There you that's go. That's my story. That just sounds, you know, I, I, I can't imagine that pain and then trying to pass it. And 
uh, you know, knowing my knowing my dumbass, I try and keep it. You know, be like, hey, look. Uh, yeah. Well, if I would have seen it, I probably would have uh, taken a picture of it or something. But I don't know. Um, but you know, they say that that is the closest thing to labor pains that you'll have are kidney stones. So I will say, right before Oof. we started, right before we started doing our podcast um, back, you know, we're on episode seven now. But back right before I broke a rib. I, and I did that, I was at the Amsterdam Tavern in South St. Louis, and I wasn't drunk for those at home. For those playing at home, I was not drunk. So I went, it's like, a, if you ever been to Amsterdam Tavern, there's an outdoor beer garden and an inside bar area. It's shotgun style, typical St. Louis. And the bathrooms are inside. And I was out on the, I was out on the beer patio and i was watching some soccer and i was talking to a few friends of mine and i'm like all right i'm gonna go run inside because i gotta take care of business i opened the door i slipped and i ate it face first on the ground like literally boom boom and you know what it happens you slip no big deal i got right back up grabbed my beer stepped back down hung out for a couple more hours and continued my day and ended up going to my buddy robbie's house you know, had a couple more drinks there, and all of a sudden it was like holy ish. It was yep. like this is not cool. Like, uh, I can't move. So you weren't and, drunk, but I'm sure that sobered you up. If you well, were catching a buzz, um, it's almost like you were you were trying not to break the seal, but you broke a rib. Well, then I drove back to my house, um, and I got home, and like my side was just in pain. And I'm like, Becky, this is unreal. I don't know what's going on. Right side so or left side? It was on my left. I put my I put the heating pad on. And I knew it wasn't a heart attack or anything because it was really low. Right. I put the heating pad on. I I grabbed one of Becky's painkillers from when she had surgery. Mm-hmm. And that didn't help. And I'm like, oh, fuzz. And Becky wanted me to go to urgent care. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to urgent care for this yeah. shit. I mean. Function. But I was, it was very, I, I was giving around here, like, it hurts so bad. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go in. I'm going to, I'm going to go open the bank on Monday and then I'm going to my doctor. I'm going to my primary care physician. Went there, went to the primary care physician. Primary care physician's really cool. Um, you know, she, she's like, oh, you probably got a broken rib. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised from what I've read, everything you told me. Go downstairs, get an x ray. Okay, going downstairs during the time of COVID, go down, get an x-ray. 20 minutes later, you broke a rib. It's not a damn thing we can do for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, we can't do shit. So I'm like, okay, well, at least I know. At least I know it's not anything crazy. True. Then I got the bill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that hurts even more, right? The hospital visit was $25, or the doctor's visit was $25, which, okay, no big deal. The x-ray was $600. <sighs> wow. Is that with insurance? Yeah, that's with insurance. Holy ish. Bro, I broke a rib in a church softball game. I hit a double. And <clears throat> I rounded first. And I swear, I thought the ball was coming. I, I thought they were throwing the ball to second from the outfield. And in a stupid move, I dove. But it was more like I tripped and dove. And... I did not I, – just the way I landed, I landed on my right side, and it hurt, man. Knocked the wind out of me. 
And I had, I had to sit there on second base just for a few, for, for like a minute before I could like actually stand up. I stood up, next guy comes up, hits the ball. Um, third baseman, third baseman caught the grounder, threw it to first, guy's out. So there was no point of me even running the third base, but uh, that was the end of the inning. And I went and sat down. I went, I went to the dugout, grabbed my glove, and I was going to go out. And I, all the, and I actually made it out to the outfield. And all of a sudden, I realized I could not lift my right arm. It hurt. Oh. It, it hurt that bad. And so I, I, I ran back to the dugout, and we had one guy that was playing reserve. Uh, you know, he and I would switch out in, in um, right field. And so I asked him to go out there for me, and I sat there in the dugout for the next two or three innings. And it, the pain just got worse. And so I was like, I got to go. So I left, went home, took some aspirin. Didn't do anything for me. Uh, got up the next morning, went to urgent care. Uh, not urgent care. I went, to, I went to this place by the hospital and asked them if they could do an x-ray. And they were like, no, you should go to the hospital for that. I was like, okay. So I went to the hospital, got checked out there. Um, the guy, the, the x-ray, the imaging tech, whatever you want to call them, told me, yeah, I don't, I don't think you broke a rib. I, I, it, you may, you know, it, it doesn't look, it doesn't sound, it doesn't look like you broke anything. And then the next day, I get a call from, I get a call from the doctor telling me that there was a hairline fracture and just one rib, just, just one rib. And, uh, yeah, I think the next guy, it was like at least four weeks. It took about four weeks to, to, to heal. But I mean, the next two weeks, I think I was in pain for the next two weeks, but it would dull, you know, it, it, it got, it got less and less painful, but man, it was, that was the only time I ever broke a bone. In my body. And, and that's the same thing with me, too. I, yeah. It was the first bone I ever broke. But the hardest part about, for me, breaking the rib was I sleep on my left side. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that was the it, worst, trying to figure out how to sleep. I could not. And I don't sleep on my back. I don't sleep on my stomach. And I can't sleep on my right side. Huh. I have to sleep on my left side. It's just who I am. <laughs> and it was... It sucked so bad. And yeah. I roll over to my right, and Becky sleeps. I mean, if, you, if you're facing that, if my, I sleep on the left side of the bed. Becky sleeps on the right side of the bed. So if I roll over to my right, I got Becky, you know, and I don't like people breathing on me when I'm sleeping. And mm. it's kind of like, I mean, I only sleep with one person, and it's my wife. But I don't, you know, I don't. It's a personal preference. I don't like people breathing on me when I'm sleeping. You know, it's just kind of <laughs> nowadays. I don't like anybody breathing on me. Period. <laughs> personal space. I, I love my wife. I love, love, love my wife. But I don't like people. I don't like people breathing on me. And True that. It, but the only person that even has the right to breathe on me while I'm sleeping is Becky. But yeah. That, but the point is. I had to try and sleep on my right side and fall asleep on my right side. And Rough. everything set up on my left. My charging stations, my – everything's on my left. Right. If I'm going to watch my iPad or my iPhone, it's on my left. Yeah. So it's just – I'm not left-handed. It's just the way I am. Yeah. And it, it, oh, so hard. And, but you know what? We got past it, the pain. And I did that right before I went to Orlando – I, I think the pain finally was not noticeable when I got to Florida in November. So the and drinking you did. 
I didn't drink in Orlando. That's <laughs> playing. It numbed the pain. Yeah. It, uh, I, I didn't drink in Orlando. Yeah, I, that's that's one injury I would never want again. Yeah, uh, that that's and and to top it off, freaking church softball game. Come on, man. I mean, it, you know, I mean, it wasn't that. I don't want to say it wasn't that competitive of a league, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't worth diving into the base. I'll tell you that. I should have just took the out if they did throw the ball to second, but. I don't know. Like, all I know is it knocked the wind out of me, and I was like, I didn't even know where I was at until, like, a minute later. Oh, I just got a reminder. And like, I'm going to add this to my story, too, and I'm going to thank, uh, thank my wife for the input on this one. She's listening in the other room and sent me a text message right now. And the other embarrassing part about this rib injury was it was a week after Becky had major surgery. Oh, okay. Okay. And I'm not talking minor surgery. She had some serious shit done. So, <laughs> so, so you were trying to take care of her, her, but she ended up taking care of you. Is that what happened? <laughs> I, I think my mother-in-law took care of both of us. Um, okay. Okay. No, but I, I, Becky, it was like the first time out of the house. I was, I was taking care of Becky after her surgery and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go out for the afternoon. She's like, all right, go have fun. Don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. Yep. Famous so, last words. <laughs> yeah. So Becky. So here's Becky. She can't move or lift anything. She's also uncomfortable. Here's Greg in a moment of stupidity. I don't really call. It, I, I would call it. I slipped on a floor at a bar. You know. It. It, it was. It was not my finest. Moment. You know how much you can get for slip and falls. <laughs> You know what? what? Was, that? was that I'm gonna get you sucker? Is that was that what that was from? My no, neck, my back, my neck and my back. What was that from? I don't recall. Um, oh man, I gotta somebody's gonna have to remind me. Oh but god, what movie was that? Anyway. Order of the Amsterdam is the one who helped me up after I fell. And, oh, okay. Well there you go. And Lyle's a good guy. And that I makes sense I would I honestly for everything that Lyle's done as a bar owner and he, what he's done for soccer in St. Louis and I consider him a friend. Sure. I'm not going to fuck the guy over. I'm you not going to. You know I was only joking but uh, yeah. <laughs> I was, I, all I was thinking of was that line in that movie my neck, my back, my neck and my back. <laughs> so again if you want to reach out to us um, ishwtapod.com that's ishwtapod on Twitter, Instagram um, email ishwtapod at yahoo.com Reach out to us. Give us your feedback. We just have one rule, and that is... Don't be an asshole. That's it. So, with that, um, my name's Greg. I'm rapping... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your name, you're rapping about Jesus Christ? That's awesome. My name's Greg. I got, a reason, I got a reason to rap because my God is king, just like the gospel singer's got a reason to sing. Again, I'm Greg from St. Louis. Have a great night, guys. Rob from Orlando. Y'all have a great week. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Peace. If we talk about. So that's going to wrap it up. Uh,